नमस्ते वेलकम टू द ऑनलाइन समोसा विद यामिनी मिटर एंड संदीप तिवारी एंड टुडेस टॉपिक इज मदर इन लॉ मैनेजमेंट वाह आई लव द टॉपिक एक्चुअली इट्स नॉट मैनेजमेंट बट इट साउंड्स लाइक दैट एंड मोस्टली वी गोइंग टू टॉक अबाउट द वाइफ्स मदर इन लॉ ओके ओके यस because uh, that's a tougher relationship to manage hmm. on an average okay but there are some cases where the husband is having a tough time with his mother in law so and we'll see if we can cover that a little bit as well because the relation the the solutions are similar very similar okay okay so what is the root of mother in law problems okay <laughs> instead of telling you what a relationship is you should know that right yes okay. yes so the root is that the mother loves her child mm-hmm. that's understood okay mm-hmm. and the new mother also loves her child so there are couple relationships yes double okay but the root is that the mother loves her child and later on when he gets married because that's a relationship we are mainly talking about mm-hmm. the wife also loves the husband of course that, mm-hmm. that is okay a root for conflict if some things are not clear Okay. Hmm. So we'll talk about that. Hmm. So the root of problem, the root of the issues, first of all, one root is what is your level of elevation in terms of understanding love and selfless love. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll come to that near the end because there are some simpler roots that are m- more prevalent as a problem. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Because if everyone is pretty highly elevated, then we don't have so much to discuss. Yes. So, so here's what happens: the mother loves her son. Mm-hmm. with a sense of possession oh and mm-hmm. when you are married to a spouse mm-hmm. okay and you feel that the two parents have a sense of ownership of the child meaning they feel this is my child mm-hmm. then a lot of their love becomes selfless because they feel this is like me only mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay yeah and the root starts right here Hmm. Okay, with ownership concept. Hmm. Because when will you give up ownership now? Hmm. Once you have ownership of a, of a person hmm. or their love, hmm. when and why will you give it up? Ownership means power. Also hmm. later. Hmm. But first, let's talk good love. Okay. But here, the good love hmm. is ownership. Meaning, I feel hmm. this is mine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I can have a. variety of selflessness in here mm-hmm. of the type where i feel this is mine so i'm willing to sacrifice greatly mm-hmm. and i hope that my child has a had his or both of them child daughter or son mm-hmm. my child has a great life mm-hmm. i wish that mm-hmm. and i'm willing to sacrifice and educate and grow and secure them accordingly okay okay so here is a a mother willing to think like this mm-hmm. okay now when that person now gets married and if it's a boy then the the wife now thinks i also love this man and i feel ownership mm-hmm. <laughs> because because my example of love was my mother loving me mm-hmm. in with the sense of ownership okay right and therefore she was selfless mm-hmm. so if i love my husband mm-hmm. selflessly through a sense of ownership mm-hmm. then we will have a great relationship now there are two people owning the same apple <laughs> There's a problem. There's bound to be a conflict. There's going to be an issue, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There can be an issue, and there will be an issue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is the first root of problem. Oh, okay. We have, mm-hmm. we have to solve it ultimately. Mm-hmm. The 
problem here happens that there's double ownership. So each person thinks they know how to look after that person's long-term interest mm -hmm. and the other person has to come and therefore they're on the right path. Mm -hmm. Each person thinks mm -hmm. I am loving selflessly and I'm interested in this person's happiness. Therefore, I'm automatically right. Oh. Right? How else can you look? Mm. You have no choice. You have to say, if I'm doing this, I'm, I'm doing it only for you mainly, mm. right? Mm. Then I'm right. And if you're doing it differently, then you're wrong. Whatever it is, I don't even need to know what you're doing is wrong. Oh, without even thinking. Without, without even considering oh, wow. that you might be also thinking what's good for them from a different point of view. And mm. if it's a conflict, maybe they're both good paths. I don't, I don't need to think like that because only one thing can be right. This is the right problem. Mm -hmm. The problem of trying to be right in life is you think if this is right, everything else is oh. wrong. <laughs> and this thinking is very low level thinking and it is also wrong. So the second problem is mm -hmm. that if I'm right, you are wrong. Okay. okay? Mm -hmm. Second problem mm -hmm. in these relationships. Mm -hmm. And the first one is there's a double ownership. So each person is thinking that they are right. So now you have two people thinking they're right and therefore two people are thinking the other person is therefore wrong. Mm. Okay. Now we haven't even come to use of power and abuse of power. <laughs> right? Say it's a good relationship. Mm. Meaning the mother before the son is married mm. knows that I am doing what's in his best interest. Mm -hmm. right? Along with some consideration and, co and consultation with him, right? obviously. Mm. But I'm thinking that there is this long-term thinking that I bring into the picture mm -hmm. and the person is younger, of course, so they bring something, but not as much. Mm -hmm. And it is my job mm -hmm. to help them see a bigger picture if I can. Okay. Whatever I can contribute mm -hmm. is important. Mm -hmm. So there's this third idea mm -hmm. that my contributions are important. Okay. Okay. Now this is generated from the first idea, ownership. Okay. And everybody knows exactly what I mean by this. Let me explain. When there are two parents loving one child mm -hmm. or, or the children, mm -hmm. two parents loving a child, mm -hmm. both are thinking ownership. Mm -hmm. do, do you think there will be conflict at home already? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So mother has already been having conflict with the father mm -hmm. because there are two points of view of ownership. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that happens by the time the son gets married is they have learned that I need to maintain hierarchy here. Because otherwise, we, I will have the same issue that I had with my husband. Oh. Because there was already conflict there. Yes. I have experience. Now the new wife doesn't have that experience. Yeah. Yes. Right. Okay. Okay. So you will see mother-in-laws generally are taking the higher power position first up front because they don't want to lose it this time. <laughs> and the thing with their husband <laughs> is that the husband or the two parents, let's say, because it depends who's more mature. I've seen in my family, I've seen many couples in which the, wife, the mother was the more mature and held the more selfless love position. Mm -hmm. And many times the husband had it. Mm -hmm. But in my family, going back, because I am in touch with my family, mm -hmm. and I have had very deep conversations with many, many of them, grandparents and up great grandparents. My, mm -hmm. my mother's great, my mother's grandmother mm -hmm. lived till a hundred. Okay. So, we, a lot of us have experience of great grandmother also. Yes. yes. Okay. So, so I will tell you that. Mm. So I don't want to just say this either one. So one, anyone can have the more mature, one is less mature. Mm. Okay. Now what happens is that the more mature person wins mm. on an average. Mm. Wins meaning that they give advice and they, they leave it to the child to follow and the child tries 
it's a mom and the dad that why shall we say and they and they find that one works better then they eventually they gravitate to the one mm. in certain areas and they gravitate to the other in other areas okay. because see ultimately there is no there is no all powerful position in a family relationship and this is something key to understand you never want to be the all powerful person in any family power should go to the person with expertise in that area whoever that is and you should want to not dominate every area you should say your area these are not my areas i will ask them i will ask them i will ask them but this is my area and i will also still consult because i have to serve other people mm-hmm. but ultimately i feel i'm authority in this area and and if someone really insists go try you will fail and or you will find that my advice is good and i will have earned it just by the kindness by giving you an option to learn that my, my advice was good for example but sometimes some people don't learn and you have to then solve that challenge okay okay so we're not we're getting digressed a little bit so let's come back to mother in law in mother in law the root is that each person that the mother in law is thinking i don't want to be losing again because in some areas i did lose to my husband and therefore i want to establish the power hierarchy position okay and the daughter in law in this case mm-hmm. is thinking i can give you a little bit of that but i can't give you everything yeah. because then i'll be nobody mm-hmm. and with, if i become nobody mm-hmm. then i will lose my sense of ownership mm-hmm. and once i lose my sense of ownership i will not even be able to love my husband or my children and that is unacceptable because i'm here because of love and now you take my my definition of love away from me mm-hmm. and and i have because i have a wrong definition that is ownership and power mm-hmm. not power but ownership mm-hmm. right everybody started on the wrong foot in this relationship in oh, this family yeah because ultimate love was not understood mm-hmm. but because ultimate love means many things so i have to give it you have to go back to one of our videos and i mean which one is it love right we have a love three in, in which we define love difficult to define for most people love is those actions that you do for someone that you love mm-hmm. that are good for them in the long run and the very long run mm-hmm. and the incredibly long run for the next five generations oh. if you cannot think that far mm-hmm. something is lacking in your love and you should accept it by saying if anyone walks in if i walk in to say a swami ji or a very learned wise person or a wise family friend mm-hmm. and he has or they have this perspective she has this perspective of how to do things so that the third generation from now will benefit by this change in the adjustment then i have to hat off to them mm-hmm. by saying you love more than i could even imagine because my definition has to be clear when your definition is clear then you're willing to accept love from outside that from people that have it mm-hmm. otherwise you keep thinking it's possession yeah. love is not possession mm-hmm. love is elevation and elevation is not something you can possess because there's always room for more <laughs> and you need to be humble enough to understand that right and when you are fighting internally it should not be oh let me see where you are weak so i can show i'm powerful that's another thing that happens right yes, yes. let me come from my point of strength so we'll come to that in a second how fighting happens in which each side is approaching the the subject from their winning point of view mm-hmm. their perspective by which they always win so every other else, everyone else is wrong just listen to me first and then you will automatically be changed wrong let me listen to you first mm-hmm. then let me see how much i can communicate nicely so that we can come to a a wiser understanding with togetherness mm-hmm. and 
people feel, oh, the last time I did togetherness, I was losing. Right? Why? Because, well, if you're not that elevated, it's okay. You want the best, don't you? That's love. Not I did it, and that's love. Okay. All right. So now, so let's come back here. So when the possession kicks in, it leads to what I call the queen syndrome. Oh, yes. I've heard about that. Okay. Meaning, the lady of the house, until the kids get married, feels queendom. Feels like she is running the home. And whatever area she is not running the home, the husband is or somebody else is, and they don't really matter. For the queen, the areas where she is not running, ruling, they're important. But they don't matter as much as what she's doing. And the other person just needs to do their job quietly and shut up. <laughs> this is called the queen syndrome. People start thinking, this husband is working for me only. Because I'm looking after kids. Okay. And the kids are the most important. Right? Yes. yes. It's queen syndrome. And the queen syndrome really leads to all kinds of power, possession and angling for hierarchy. Because you're thinking, my life would be easier if everybody accepts me as queen. And so in America, there's a saying, if mama's happy, everybody's happy. This is part of queen syndrome. That means if mama is being emotional and stupid one day, everyone has to still make her happy. Otherwise, she will make everybody miserable. Queen syndrome. Okay. So we need to, we need to learn not to be queen. We need to understand selfless love in which higher than my love exists. And I respect that and look for that because only then my family, our family can do better. Okay, so redefine love and many things start to happen. Now, but we have many more things to cover. So, okay. Now, so the wife is now, the mother, the daughter-in-law is fearing that she cannot give up ownership everywhere. Okay. So, what kind of relationship should happen between daughter-in-law and mother-in-law? Let's talk about that because we haven't done, we haven't even talked about that. We are only talking about their relationship with the, with the son or the husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because until that happens, nothing's solved. And that love, that relationship needs to be a loving relationship like that of a mother and daughter. I agree. Okay. Yes. Everyone can see this by and large, yes. right? Yes. It's difficult to engineer it. Correct. And many people's help is required to engineer a daughter-in-law to become a daughter. Mm. And my mother would always say the most important role belongs to the husband's sisters. And Mm -hmm. she knew this much, but she didn't know the next two steps after that. She knew because she came, my mom came from a family where this was well established and done. Mm. Okay. So that was a good thing. But my mom couldn't articulate it. She just kind of repeated what she had seen. And if it didn't fit just right, she'd be a little bit confused. So let me explain in a different way so you understand. Meaning that the daughter has to now take help from other people if available, especially the husband's sisters, and they have to be willing to help. And if they're not, their help has to be evoked. And that ownership also lies with the daughter. So when a daughter-in-law first enters a relationship with a husband, she has two or three relationships and skill sets she should have. And if she doesn't, she needs to grow them and grow into them. One of them is, I need to figure out how to become the daughter for this 
No, mother. Mother first. Yeah. And in order to get there, mm -hmm. I need to use the my sister-in-law's help. And the sister-in-law's role basically is, let me tell you what pleases my mom. And they don't want to tell you that. Yeah. Because yeah. that's their power. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> but that's their number one job. If they want to see a happy mother mm. and a happy brother, mm. their first job is to say, let me tell you the things that makes my mom happy. Mm. Okay. And of course, if you're the new daughter-in-law, you should already be looking for that. What's wrong with you? Right? Yeah. So you should not want to need help there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But many times you do and you'll appreciate it. So you must get them to try and help you. Okay. Right? So how now if you need something from a from a sister-in-law, mm -hmm. you must have respect for them. Yeah. So in the Indian system, mm -hmm. the sister-in-laws are generally considered manya, higher than the daughter-in-law. On an average, mm -hmm. except if they're much younger than the either of them, mm -hmm. right? Then it's different. Mm -hmm. okay, then you can say you're too young; you can't help me. Right? Meaning that I must give them due respect, mm -hmm. because and and then if you've talked to our, if you've seen our previous shows on blessing, right? Mm -hmm. When you show respect, meaning you touch their feet in India, right? Mm -hmm. They have to bless you, not just kujrao and leave it. Empty thanks. You cannot give empty thanks for someone giving you respect. And the respect is returned by knowledge. If someone, if your sister-in-law shows respect for you, you must give them insider knowledge. Otherwise, karma will bite you. Too, we have to watch other scenes. I cannot go everywhere every time. Right? Okay. All right. And then you'll wonder why my relationship is so bad, why my kids hate me. All kinds of things will happen in your life over time as the kids get older because you didn't understand. Okay, all right. So there is this ownership and now you have to, now let's talk about love. So in order to get the mother to love you as a daughter-in-law, the mother also wants the love of the daughter-in-law. We'll come to that in a second, right? First we have to talk about you. Meaning you have to say, how can I please her? Because most people's comprehension and consumption of love is material. So, most people's experience of love is material and then emotional. Transactional. I, 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 we're not going to have full selfless love yet. Most people's experience of love is material and then transactionally emotional. Meaning, there's a problem. It's the wrong love. Your handshake is the wrong love, but it is a necessary wrong love. Meaning you have to begin here. So in Indian systems, mostly when you get married, you, you bring gifts to your mother-in-law, you know, blah, blah, blah. Basically you begin with the material stuff, right? You should keep the little material stuff, ammo safe up your sleeve. You can give a little bit later. Okay. Because at that time it's considered, no, it's considered customary. So you must have something a little bit beyond customary Right? So that you can please. Right? Then the husband must help his wife by saying, my mom likes this. Yes. I bought it for her, but you give it. Mm. Like that. Right? Because you need to start earning to be in the good books. Mm -hmm. And when you give it, then the mother-in-law will feel mm -hmm. that it is blessed by both of you and does not my son give it to me and you are forced into it. <laughs> that reduces her love for you. So you have to be willing to give material and then you have to do that transactional emotion, which is also weird. Then, because it's like, why, why should I do that? Mm -hmm. Why should I engage? Because if I begin with a transactional emotional, right? 
then it will continue forever and that's a bad thing. Yes, it's a bad thing, but it must begin there. Why? Because let me explain something very basic about love. When you are creating a loving relationship, once you accomplish a next tier of love, the, the rules of the previous layer don't apply. Most people keep thinking this will go on forever. No, the rules don't apply. And when you go to third tier, the first two tier rules don't apply. They just go away. Person becomes open and selfless around you. They stop thinking in terms of mine and thine. Yeah. And you must have, you know, if you are yourself not evolved, you don't have, you just don't know what I just said. I mean, sorry, you don't know what I just said. <laughs> so you cannot go there. So I'll you have to trust wise people. I'm not saying I'm wise, I'm just saying you have to trust wise people. Because this is reality. Whatever you have to do to gain your love, to reach the next tier, you give and then you evolve yourself to be able to live in the next second tier, then third tier. And if you're not that, if you're not that person yet, go start listening to the whole of Samosa series and to some Swamiji's and other people who are good and if you're not into so many therapists mm. i don't we don't we don't care where you get your knowledge from <laughs> but you must get knowledge because you have to go to the next tier yes you there is no good civilized life in the uncivilized tier wow no right you you'll be you'll be living like cats and dogs mm. right? okay so you understand that this is temporary i must give 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 i must you know like traditionally in the indian system you say to your mom, you know, your mom-in-law, you'll say, let me put oil in your hair, let me mm. comb your hair. You do these things because they uh, kind of serve something. Mm. They serve a purpose. But you must do, you mustn't do just the customary things. You must find out what the mom enjoys and then give that. And mom or mom-in-laws are careful not to tell you that because that leaves them open to abuse. Mm. So they won't tell you. In fact, when you first give them that, they'll think, oh, you just got lucky. You're giving me my favorite thing. Mm. You don't even know it's my favorite thing. And you don't even know how much sacrifice, you know. So you just got lucky. So I'm not going to let you know that I'm grateful. So mom-in-laws typically will not show gratitude for the first few times, more than a few times, that you give them their favorite thing. Okay. That's very common. It's common. <clears throat> because they don't want to give their, give up their role easily, right? Because then all of a sudden you will make a room in my heart and then you, I'm open to abuse. I, I don't want that. It's happened to me before. Right, because they have lived in a complex society, mm -hmm. I mean, complex family with their sister-in-laws and their brother-in-laws and etc, etc. And that's, see, people, by the time they're reaching mother-in-law age, stuff has happened to them, yes. right? Which is new to you. You don't know that. Mm -hmm. So you have to be more forgiving mm -hmm. and you have to have a longer fuse before you get angry. You have, so you, so one of the things we teach is some basic rules of civilization. No anger is ever justified. No matter how right you are, anger is for uncivilized people and leads to leads to an uncivilized relationship. That's that's a nice way to say it. I like the way Buddha said it. Right? Mm. Anger is like a poison that you eat, hoping the other person will suffer. Oh. You eat poison and you think they will suffer. You, you will suffer. suffer. Mm -hmm. Only you will suffer. Actually, everyone will suffer, but you especially. Right? Mm -hmm. So, anger is never just. You must have a long fuse before you have a. Emotional cow, what they call in America, emotional reaction, mm. which is negative, mm. right? You must have a long fuse. Long fuse is called titiksha. Okay. Mm -hmm. Willingness to bear pain in the near term, extremely high pain, no problem, because I'm going to see, I want to first understand the big picture before I am in accepting that this is real pain, first of all, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to explain one micro thing because we are going to run out of time soon. Um,
that when you are to suffer some pain, you have to say that I'm offended. Essentially, most pain in the relationship emotional level is I'm feel offended, right? You cannot be offended unless the other person intends to offend you. Just because they did something you don't like doesn't mean they're offending you. So, so okay. get that straight. Okay, mm -hmm. so now we have a few more things. And we'll go a little bit over today because it's such an important topic. Mm -hmm. All right? Okay, now everybody loves their mother. Right? So you have to understand, just like my child loves my, me, my husband loves her, right? And I need to get to that place where they will love me like that. Okay, then everything is smoother. And even if you get there through transactionally, you now have to own that the entire family's definition of love elevates to the next level by getting exposure to the right kind of conversations mm -hmm. or Swamiji's or therapy or wise friendships. Okay. You are continuously in your life trying to elevate the level and comprehension and the give and take of love within your family instead of trying to think that if I have the right amount of power, everything will be fine. It will not be fine. No, power only corrupts. <laughs> and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Get out of that idea that you, if you had the power, everything would be fine. It does not work. Okay? It does not work. It's wrong. And the second part is, I, I only want the amount of respect I have earned and deserved. And in the areas in which I'm an expert, in other areas, other people are experts and they deserve my respect and everybody's respect. So don't try to grab more hierarchy, more power than you deserve. And if someone tries to do that, don't try to tell them, oh, you broke the rule. Try to evolve everybody so everybody understands that. Okay. Okay. And you give others and then you teach. Now, in some situations, the teaching has to be complicated because some people are just not evolved in some areas. Okay. Then you have to just invest a lot more in education and wait. There's nothing else you can do. And that's okay. Sometimes you just have to wait in a relationship because some people aren't able to get past their own emotions or their own OCDs mm -hmm. and their own fears. Mm -hmm. Right? Everyone needs to evolve past their own fears, past their own OCDs, past, past their own selfless, you know, transactional method of working and thinking. They need to, they, this evolution needs to happen. All right? And you need to help engineer that in your family. Otherwise, your kids will have a rotten life. Mm -hmm. And you think that you can have a, a happy life by being nuclear. You will only have a family that goes nuclear. <laughs> <laughs> Not stay together, but separate. There is no such thing as I can have a happy life without any in-laws and any sister-in-laws, mm -hmm. any brother-in-laws. Just me, my husband and my kids or me, my wife and my kids. Mm -hmm. And that means you just went nuclear mm -hmm. and you're, there is no family left. The whole point of civilization is learning how to be a team player yes. in a complex team. Yes. Okay. All good things happen in big teams, not individually. Nothing good happens individually. Nothing big and good happens individually. All right. Everything is a team. Player. I think goes in not even family. It goes in everywhere. Everywhere. Right? But especially yes. in family. Okay. Family mm -hmm. is team play. Mm -hmm. Team play. Absolute team play. Mm -hmm. And what can? what's the best investment you can make for team play? Mm -hmm. Make sure your kids have a team sport that they learn to yes. begin with at a young age. Yes. Right. They don't have to be the expert in that. They can still have a solitary sport. Like, you know, they can, there are so many sports that are like tennis can be a little bit less team because it's only, two, you know, doubles is the maximum you get, but you can have solo, right? So you must, you must have a team sport and a solitary sport if that's what you want to do, like swimming, right? So a solitary sport, right? You must have a team version of that. So maybe, or something else, you know, soccer. Don't, don't become the world expert in soccer, be an ace swimmer, but you must play some team game. For meaningful number of years. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then the next part is in love, mm -hmm. you need, and your mother-in-law and your husband, they have emotion needs. 
they have intelligence needs. So you must be growing your intelligence. Don't just be saying, okay, who I am, who I am. You cannot just live like that. Okay? Because what if ultimately love means I love you, right? And when I love you, I have to respect you also. It's not just I love you because you exist. There must be things and nobility in you, things that I respect about you. And I must have the vision to look for nobility. Because if I'm so self-centered, that's all about me, 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 and I don't even have the ability to see other people's nobility, then there is no love in me. You understand? And therefore, you must grow your intelligence, you must grow your emotional intelligence, and you must have a big heart where you're willing to help other people. Everybody if possible, right? Because those are noble, noble ideas, those are noble qualities, and they're worthy of loving. Okay, and then, in a relationship, in a family relationship, people have needs because they, they could be a certain element of depression in somebody. You don't know, right? Some people, some person could have felt, I never got my way in my family. I was always sacrificing. They're depressed a little bit because they're feeling I never got me, right? What about me? So they have a need for entertainment. People have an entertainment need and you must be able to sit down and talk with them in a way that they feel joyful. Not that you're, you're educating them or anything. They must just feel joyful. They must have interactions with you which are highly entertaining to them. Okay? And this is for free. This is a skill that doesn't take any effort. You should be doing that 24 by 7. Except when you're busy doing something important and then you say, look, I need to work, I need to cook, I need to do something. Other times, when you're just casually interacting, it must be with the goal of making it fun for others. If you're always consuming fun from others but never giving back, there's a problem in you. Go seek therapy. Go look at the rest of the samosa, right? Okay. So these are all needs. So there are physical needs, emotional needs, growth needs, and ultimately leading to respect being developed and grown within you, each individual, each where you and the sister-in-law, you and the mother-in-law, you and the husband, you and the child, between the husband. So many times, I'll, you know, you have to help your husband love his mother better sometimes. Mm -hmm. They may not have that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they may have it. You don't know. Or their dad. So you have to be the person that brings the knowledge and the education in so other people's relationships are healed because it's your family ultimately and now you own it and that's the team play. Okay, all right. Now the next part which is complicated is negotiation. Mm -hmm. So you must have some negotiation skills which are loving negotiation. Mm. Okay, not bully negotiation. Most people think that if I posture hard and I complain and I'm angry, people give me what I want. Yeah, they do it because they love you. Mm. But you're now holding them hostage to your, their love for you, not your love for them. And that costs everybody. Just because it works a little bit, it's a bad way to work. Don't try to get other people to give you what you want by looking and being angry. Mm. The worst possible way for you to live and the worst possible investment that you're bringing into your family. Nobody should be doing something for you because they're afraid you might get angry. Okay. Even if it's fair. Because you just use power when you could have used love. Mm. Love is always stronger and nicer within a family than these other hateful methods. Right? All right. So you must learn how to negotiate. And many people are really poor negotiators, which is why they fall back to power and strength. They think nobody, ultimately only power counts, they think. Mm -hmm. Ultimately only love counts. Because what if the person stops loving you? Mm, yes. Then all your tantrums, all your anger become meaningless. Yeah. Right? So you cannot be that stupid. <laughs> or you cannot be that ignorant, actually. Mm. Stupid is the wrong word. Right? Mm. You, if you are that ignorant, you're going to hurt everybody by thinking, 
just anger works. I have to, I, I gave you three warnings now. I'm angry. <laughs> Even your anger must be very measured. You, you show anger, but not get angry. Understand? You show anger, but never get angry. Instantly, you take it back. It's under your control. You have never actually gone offline on that. Okay, so therefore, you must learn negotiation skills within with people to people empower. And there are many things that we have to do a whole class on negotiation. If you end up with a lose-lose relationship without a, and not a win-win relationship, mm -hmm. here's what will happen. So you understand death. Somebody oh, will really? die early. Yeah. You see, if you just look around you, many families, you will see some people just died early. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because there was conflict in the home. Oh, okay. okay. If not, then disease. Mm -hmm. Somebody will get sick. Mm -hmm. They'll get cancer. They'll get not just cancer, all kinds of things. But sometimes cancer happens because of genetics, because of environment. So you cannot just say, oh, it happened therefore. No. Mm -hmm. You cannot make rules like this. But it contributes. It contributes. There's no clear rule, but it contributes to death. Mm -hmm. what, what do you mean by con? Meaning we are all. We all have a disease of being fatal. <laughs> we're all going to die. Yeah. So that's not what we're trying to do. We're not trying to become immortal here. Mm -hmm. Okay. But earlier death, mm -hmm. more disease. Okay. Separation ends up happening. People mm -hmm. become separated. People become aloof. Yeah. And then their life becomes shorter mm -hmm. than it should have been, could have been. Right? Okay. So the lose-lose is very costly and you must know this. Because the win-win is so good, the lose-lose has to be bad. So don't create a lose-lose relationship. Don't become a poor negotiator. Mm -hmm. So learn to negotiate. Learn to fight with each other mm -hmm. or argue or discuss or uh, convince each other, but with love. Mm -hmm. You must love that. So we must do a show on how to fight yeah. with love. I have it down. <laughs> okay, yes, okay. Yes, All right. yes. <laughs> then how to disagree with yes. others with love. Yes. Not, how to agree to disagree and how to disagree both. Right? In which respect is fully maintained. Mm -hmm. Not just I disagree and I disrespected you also. Mm -hmm. Right? That's not disagreement. That is disrespect first. Mm -hmm. Okay? Alright. And then you must have the ability to just give in. Ah, that's the key one. But not all the time. Yes. But you must have the ability to give in because the given, if it is taking you to the next tier, then that given goes away. Mm -hmm. Now you're not given anymore. So the giving in mm -hmm. to other people's wishes must be a skill you have mm -hmm. whose value you understand in transporting your relationship to the next year, not just giving in because you're depressed. There's a difference. Okay? Mm -hmm. You must give in. Mm -hmm. And the next one below that is how to accept that this person cannot evolve in this area. This is how it is. Oh. Okay, I cannot help them. Maybe they'll grow, but I now need external help. I need a vice person from outside to help this person grow in this area. Meanwhile, if I can't get that because that's not in your control, it's not always available, I accept them for who they are. Yes. So this acceptance idea must exist. And the acceptance idea's power must be understood. Only when you accept something about someone are they willing to sometimes change that. They're not willing to change it unless first you accept that I am like this. Mm -hmm. Then they say, now that you've accepted, I will show you my more noble self. Mm -hmm. And then you find that they're actually more noble mm -hmm. than what they were making you accept about them earlier. Mm -hmm. Okay? And there's a time lag. So therefore, acceptance is very important. Okay? Necessary. Okay. And the last point in this is you must cultivate the relationship between your family that you own, mm -hmm. right? And a wise person. Yes. Okay. Hopefully a family level wise person. Not because a therapist is one-on-one -on -one in today's world. There's an MBA. Not just don't get me. Right? You have your therapist. They have their therapist. There's no family therapist. Mm -hmm. 
on an average. Sometimes you can try to get a family therapist also, right? Who's looking after everybody's interest. Mm -hmm. But you need a wise person within from your family or from outside. You need that, or you get, or you need a wise friend, or you need a swamiji or somebody that you can go to that gives you an education mm -hmm. on how to be, you know, how to grow, how to be more loving yes. and understand. So these are the things that are, that will help you with mother-in-law management. Very nice. What a great topic, and I think it's a very common, um, we can say, issue in almost every household. There, but there's there some growth needed. Agreed. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> such a wonderful topic, but I can definitely vouch for my mother-in-law. My relationship with the mother-in-law is amazing. I love her. I respect her to death, and I will do anything for her. That's how I feel. Yeah. And th in this manner, my relationship with my sister-in-law has improved a lot, and I really uh, you know, am thankful for that. And I'm thankful for, to you, Sandeep, that you've always had the wise tips to give us to us and even to my mother-in-law whenever she's needed. So thank you. Yeah. And no, <clears> hopefully. Yeah. And ab absolutely, <clears throat> there is no shortcut. And, and it's not, no, nobody holds the, the, key, key, the key for all wisdom. There's no such thing. Be as wise as you can yes. and respect this wisdom when you see it. And namaste. Namaste. Remember, the online is <laughs>